Geeks, welcome to episode 100 of the Scent Geeks podcast. I can't actually believe we've got here. Um, we've, we've hit a century. Uh, so yeah, this this feels quite strange and, and it's the final, the final episode. So as you are listening to this, if you've downloaded this as the podcast, this is also being recorded live as a, a, a stream on YouTube. So if you do want to see lots of fun behind the scenes banter that we had, prior to starting the recording the podcast and uh, go and do that um uh, just before i introduce my co-host i do want to give our last shout out to our sponsor uh, kajal perfumes you can find them at kajalperfumes.com there is a link in our facebook group geeks 10 for 10 percent discount but sadly the facebook group won't be there for too much longer so if you want 10 percent discount off kajal then you better get there fast um all right with that said i am going to introduce my co-host for for the last time, Steve. Hello. Oh, oh, mate, I'm getting emotional already. Don't don't do that. I'm gonna be like, um, yeah. This is it's a dichotomy of emotion because this is. I'm really looking forward to this. This is fun. We've got some obviously some great guests here, which we're about to introduce. But it's also kind of obviously a bit sad. So it's kind of like a sort of mixed emotions tonight. But let's sort of enjoy it. Let's. As they say at, at funerals, let's make it a celebration um, of our of the podcast life rather than a uh, commiseration of of the podcast's death. So let's let's try yeah. and go out on a high. Absolutely well said. Yeah. Just before we introduce our guest, Steve, have you had a good week? Are you ready for Christmas? Yes, I have had a good week. Um, I had a few kind of days to myself actually because the wife took the children to see her parents. So I had a few days to myself, so I basically made the most of it. I lived like a bachelor for a few days. I went to the cinema. I saw the James Bond film. I saw Matrix film. So, yeah, I sort of um, – that was like my my Christmas holiday right there. And they've come back now, and now it's like it's back to work. So, yeah. But what about you? Uh, yes, yeah, have a good week. We, we sort of came out of isolation, as you know, uh, on cool. uh, Monday. So it's been nice to uh, smell some fresh air and get back. To the gym other than not going to the gym it's kind of been the same for me really I've, I've just been at home filming and editing um so you know i've i've survived it's all right and uh you know i didn't catch it i managed to stay negative so i mean go yeah, me mate. made strong stuff you're the sort of man that drink baileys i reckon <laughs> no guzzler mate guzzler let's get it right <laughs> don't drink that shit you're drinking um all right well, let's get the guests in let's get the guests in yeah, let's get some guests in. Um, the uh, so well, well, it's ladies first. It's the only lady on the stream, all the way from France. Uh, we can actually say that because she is in France. We have uh, one of our um, guests who's been on uh, what three, four times? Steve, is he... twice, isn't it? Is it twice? twice? I think. Yeah. yeah, it was once okay. with the three of us, and then once when you abandoned me, um, which you, you did frequently. So yeah, so uh, I think it was twice. I could be wrong, but yeah, yeah. Clemens CC Fragrance, welcome to the podcast again. Thanks for joining us. Hello, hello, guys. It's nice to be here again for the final one, especially. Feels special. 
Yeah, we, we just thought, you know, we wanted to bring in, uh, we thought, how can we celebrate it in the best way? And uh, one of the best things about this final year of the podcast has been the guests that we've had on. It's really sort of, it did invigorate uh, Steve and I a little bit to to have um, more people than just us two talking about fragrances and their lives and everything else. So it's been great to have uh, other voices. Um, so thank you. And speaking of those other voices... I am going to bring in uh, a YouTuber who uh, who was very highly complimented uh, on the episode that he did because he, he came across really well, made some great points. We had a great conversation with Tony from Fragdicted. Hello, Tony. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Very well, thank good. you. Good, good, good. Looking and dapper, Tony. Looking dapper. Thanks yeah, so, thanks so we can all see each other. So, yeah, we can see that Tony is wearing a, a gorgeous black turtleneck and uh, a, a brownish, uh, is it a tweed? Is it tweed blazer? It is, it is a yeah. tweed style blazer. Chris, yeah. are you flirting with me? Well, you know, you know, I'll love you in the balls, mate. So, <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> as, as has been said. <laughs> Sorry, did I take, did I take your line? <laughs> You've taken my line far too early. Oh, I am so I am so sorry, mate. I'm so sorry, but you're you're looking very dapper. Lovely Christmas tree in the background, so it looks like you guys are all ready for Christmas. Hundred percent. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it this year. It, um, yeah. Phoebe's of an age where it's I think probably the last year we're going to get of belief. Ah, but, yeah. You know what it's like. It, it's it's really magical, and she's so excited, and she gees everyone else up for it as well. You know what it's like having girls. It's amazing. They, it is. Yeah, uh, it's it's going to be a sad day when you brilliant. lose a little bit of that magic. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is the last year. Brilliant. Well, thanks for coming on, Tony. And um, Steve, I'm thinking, should we introduce? Yep. The, do you want to introduce the other two, and yeah, then we'll sure. go back and ask ask each one of them what they what they're wearing? Yeah, do it. Yeah, sure, sounds good. Yeah. Right, um, I'm going to do it on uh, the next person is probably I'm going to do it chronological order. So I think they were sort of the earlier guest. So they're going to go first. And someone in the chat has said their background has got GMTV vibes, which will please him, I'm sure, because he was rather <laughs> pleased with his uh, with his yeah. uh, background. Uh, so, yeah, this is um, we had a great chat with uh, Dan, the uh, fragrance weirdo or fragrance underscore weirdo, as we discussed on the, uh, on the chat. So, uh, Dan from uh, Instagram. Hello, sir. How are you? Hello. I am marvelous. Thank you. GMTV vibes. Oh yeah, um, I think yeah. Oh. I think it's the plant pot, the books. Yeah, I think yeah. you just made yourself look quite sort of learned there. Um, I'm just looking uh, at the um, pictures in the background there, Dan. I'm just checking everything's looking looking all right in there. Oh no, yeah, there's, there's, there's no images of anything that should, you might offend people. That's good. Um, Hopefully that, not. That, so again, a little peek behind the curtain for our listeners. So we're sort of a few of us, a few of us are dressed up and looking a bit dapper. Um, Mr. Mr. Rothschild wasn't, so he panicked, <laughs> ran and grabbed a blazer, has thrown it on, and now he looks like that sort of cool drama teacher that probably <laughs> gets students to call him by his first name. It's like I'm not Mr. Rothschild. I'm Dan. Call, call me Dan, guys. Call me Dan. Call me Dan. <laughs> so yeah, but looking cool, mate. Looking cool. Thank you. Yeah. Um, right, so uh, I'll, I'll go for the next guest as well. So next we've got another Dan, um, aka Mr. Smelly, um, who is, I mean, I'm feeling under pressure doing a live stream with with uh, Mr. Smelly because he is like the live stream king at the minute. He is knocking them out of the park. And were, I think it's only the last episode where we're just complimenting how good the content is on those. So Dan, thank you for joining us, sir. Hello, thank you for the kind words. Great to be here. Uh, a, a bittersweet moment for you guys, but yeah, really happy to be here and uh, it should be fun. 
I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So thank you for joining us. So that's it. So that's all of us. So there's uh, six of us. Um, so hopefully we should have a bit of a chat, a bit of a laugh. We're going to do the usual sort of format um, to start with. We'll ask our guests what they've been wearing. And for the audience recognition, recognition section or ask, we're going to actually shout out to all the people that are watching the YouTube live so they can ask live questions. Um, so hopefully they've got some kind of plan to throw at us or our guests. So we'll kind of um, do that. And um, yeah, for the podcast listeners, obviously, because we're recording this through YouTube, the audio might be a little bit variable. So it might not be up to the usual standards, but it's, it's just how it is because we've got people all over the country and another country. So we're, so hopefully it all, it's it's usable. But it, obviously, you can come back on YouTube and just watch it, the full thing in it, in its purest form. So, right. Shall we, um, shall we ask people what they've been wearing, Chris? Yeah, shall we? Um, do you want to do what what they've been wearing, and what, and then they can end with what they're wearing right now, or do you want to do you want to do what yeah, they're wearing? So, yeah, yeah, let's right. do that then. So yeah, okay. so what you've been wearing this week, and then maybe what's your scent of the night? Okay, should we just go back to, in, to the order we introduce people? So uh, Clemence, what? Give us a few highlights of things you've been wearing this week, and finish with what you are currently wearing right now. Okay, so I've been wearing quite a lot. Uh, it was my birthday recently, so I had as a gift uh, Mila Harris Pocental. It's like a sandalwood fragrance, quite feminine, smells like cosmetic vibe. So I've been wearing that a lot. It was my gift, so I kind of had to, you know, <laughs> to be polite, but I do really like it. I do wear a lot as well uh, Oriana from Parfum de Marly. It's very sweety, sugary, and powdery fragrance. It's not usually what I go for, but I really enjoy that. How and, does that? Sorry, uh, Clemens. How does I've not smelled that one. How does that compare to um, Delina and Delina Exclusive? From it's PDM? much more sweeter, much oh. more like a marshmallow. Uh, it smells like a bonbon, a candy, and very, very sweet. Definitely. So it's a bit more candied to me, like girly vibe. But yeah, it's nice. To be fair, I, I really like it, like for on the daily basis. But yeah, cool. Um, I do. Well, <laughs> quite funny it's quite it's quite uh, a little bit strange to do there but i have it there and i've been wearing quite a lot in the morning so i've been wearing uh summer uh, uh parfum which is dan's um from uh, the fragrance weirdo uh scent and i've been wearing blonde every morning this week so yeah it's kind of funny i didn't do that to do some cheese or stuff like that but i did i did wear it quite often this week so, um, Clemens, if you're it. sponsored, you need to divulge that, you know, you need to yeah, I know. I'm be not transparent. Sponsored. I actually took it on my luggage and my luggage is like fucking like 20 kilos. So, <laughs> you know, I chose my scent. It's a lovely <laughs> it fragrance. Is, it is the scent of choice for drama teachers. That's what I've heard. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I am. I am honoured. Thank you. <laughs> Pleasure. But yeah, I really like it. It's fresh, but it does have that sun cream vibe. I love it. And today, because it was kind of like my reunion with my family, I'm wearing Encense Rave by Matière Première. It's like a very intensive fragrance and give me that winter vibe. So I love it. That's it. Great. Let's move on to Tony. Tony, what have you been wearing this week and, and what are you wearing tonight? Right. Well, I'll start with what I've been wearing tonight. I am wearing, this is one of my favourite pickups of the year. And this is Sideshow by Grigri. Uh, Green Green Paris. It's it's not it's not a really well known brand, uh, but they do. I think they've got five fragrances, and this one is it sort of really suits me. It's got this bubblegum sweetness there, but it's got this real manly smell behind that, uh, which I just want to be. <laughs> so it's got it's got some sort of leather and a bit of smoke and a bit of 
um, almost sort of a tobacco-y smell there, but behind this fun bubblegum smell, if that makes sense. So it's, it's it's very unusual, but it's something I'm really... It's fast become, actually, one of my favourite fragrances. So I'm wearing that for the stream tonight. Yeah, the Chronic's a little bit like that for me. It's got a bit of a bubblegum sweetness, but there's some sort of... There's a bit of uh, some assertive notes in there as well. Yeah, definitely. This one, I would say, is quite a lot more masculine, dare I say. It's got... It's got definitely got some more depth to it than the chronic so um but yeah no see, talking of the chronic i wore that today that's been my sense of the day today other fragrances i've worn this week i've worn a fragrance from alexandria fragrances which i heard you mention in last week's podcast with their new bottles and i got a bottle through of one called executive order which um is a sort of a, a interpretation of two fragrances blended together which was uh, Office for Men and Elysium, which actually works very, very, very well. Um, and then on top yeah, of that, really I've been wearing... It is really good. I've been wearing Santal Basmati from Affinescence. I've really enjoyed that. Um, and I've also worn Moolah Moolah from Byron Parfums. So, yeah, that's been really my week, I would say. Okay. Um Steve, do you want to throw yeah, it out? Let's, uh, let's do the same order as we did before, if I can remember. So, um, fragrance weirdo, Dan, uh, what yeah. have you been wearing this week? It's a good opportunity. Um, so, as usual, uh, I've just been wearing tons and tons of stuff because I work from home and uh, in between calls, I spray perfume. But um, uh, mostly uh, this week, things that have stood out have been. Um, I got a vintage uh, Gucci Pohom one, um, which um, sort of takes me back, reminds me, I, I sort of wore that religiously from about 98 to 2000. Um, and uh, so that turned up this week. I've been enjoying that. Um, uh, another affinescence as well. I, I particularly uh, love the musk and ambergris um, affinescence one. I think that's just kind of crazy good um and and one of my fragrances of the year uh i wore japon noir uh the other day which is like the best tom ford um i've got a bottle of viking cologne um which i kind of like it's yeah, um, kind of like it too yeah yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not kind of i'm not 100 wild about it just yet um but this evening i am wearing fahrenheit um which basically um, well, I, I guess it's sort of leather and um, violet and like gasoline is basically what it smells mm. like. Um, but it's just, I, I think it, it's it's kind of a, it, it somehow manages to be uh, vintage yet avant-garde. And it's got that kind of, um, it's got that really kind of masculine leather to it, but balanced with a floral which perhaps would not necessarily be obviously masculine but it just works it works brilliantly um and i'm i'm absolutely obsessed with that so that's yeah. what i'm wearing this evening cool just going to dive in to shout this super chat out steve before you carry on dr yeah, music no thank you very much mr smelly did you also invite kiki for the live stream tonight you all look amazing love you all have fun um so no kiki was not invited <laughs> whoever kiki is so um trust me when you see her you won't forget 
Oh, I know who Kiki <laughs> is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the lady oh, in the bikini? That's yeah. the lady in the bikini. Yeah. Yeah. She's invited I'm, to my. I've tried to invite her to about. mine. Trust me, I, I, I'm working on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, because of the fragrance knowledge. She's really yeah. knowledgeable about fragrances. Very knowledgeable. You didn't ask me to go on bikini on your live. I mean, well, <laughs> it's not for me to tell anyone how, how they should dress, is it? You're, you're very welcome to. You are very welcome to. It's like, anyone can dress how they like. Fingers crossed. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well. With any, with any bit of luck or if you've got uh, noodles in your ass, as they say in France, then um, <laughs> it might happen. <laughs> I recently I recently discovered um, watching um, the Grand Tour that there's a phrase in France <laughs> which Clement has since confirmed is true because I thought they might have been bullshitting. But basically, if you've got your ass brimming with noodles, it means you're full of luck. Is that right, Clemence? Yeah, you say le cul bordé de nouilles. I said that to my little brother today. It was quite funny. How is that oh, lucky? What's lucky about that? It's just it's just a rude way to say that you're too lucky as fuck, but yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Remove that. Don't, don't apologize. <laughs> this, I mean, we're going off on a tangent here, but I tried looking up the history of this phrase and and nobody really knows. I don't, it. I don't know. It, it's we don't even eat noodles in France, so I'm not too sure. There was there was some yeah. sort of sports analogy where they said if you're you're full of ass or something, it means you're lucky, and then it's just I don't know where the noodles come from, but there we go. So um, on, on that bombshell, um, right? Who else? So we just asked Dan what he's uh, been wearing. So uh, Mr. Smelly, what have you been wearing, sir? It has been where is it? Green Irish Tweed from Creed. Oh, yeah, love oh, this, love this, yeah. and it's an older bottle. It's really strong, really strong. I probably don't need to describe the notes, but it is a great, amazing freshie. And uh, I was kind of re reinvigorated in being interested in it because there's that new book out about the the history of it, where of course, if you believe what the book says, Pierre Bourdon is allegedly the perfumer, but I could not possibly comment. Uh, and of course, the official perfumer, as we all know, is Olivia Creed. But either way, the story of how it was is made actually is really really fascinating, and it's a beautiful beautiful fragrance, and it really lasts well. And I, I don't worry about it being winter, and it's a spring fragrance. You know, I, I wear anything anytime. So loving loving this stuff again now. Uh, good choice anything else Dan is that what you're wearing tonight as well by the way yeah it was today and I'm just going to yeah I don't think I'm going to change my shirt so it's it's really strong so I'm just going to get yeah, it's, it's really really good so I've been, been enjoying that and uh, other than that this week uh, oh there was a new one that I don't have the bottle but Paul Sebastian Fine Cologne was a nice cheapie that I picked up that very very great. nice that is really good, good. Yeah. it's good isn't it Dan mm. yeah I agree so how, been how, enjoying how that one that's a bit more Yes, very affordable and a sort of sort of spicy barbershop fragrance. R really, really nice. Sounds good. Um, Christopher, what have you been yes. wearing? Oh, um, so I've been wearing uh, a, a Sarah Baker um, perfume called Ludo, um, which is spelt not like the character in Labyrinth, Ludo, that, or the game. That's L-U-D-O. It's, it's Ood with an L in the front uh, of it and, and i know at the end ludo uh it's so it's um like white chocolate and earthy damp woody notes um really like that one i have worn a cognac cafe from galleria parfums i've worn sweetie oud from roger and i wore uh oh I, I wore um for the first time in ages i wore dior on yesterday i just felt like oh, nice. just something simple casual and I absolutely loved it. You know, there's certain fragrances that you, you wear and maybe you've not worn for a while. You put them on and you think, why don't I wear this more? Well, I know why I don't wear it more often because I, I just don't have time to wear everything. But um, 
I love it. It's a, it's a superb. So you can't go wrong for me with that. Have we we discussed this before, possibly on the podcast? But probably. what did you think to the new formulation or, or the new version? But essentially, because by all accounts, it's a new fragrance, pretty much from what I've been told. Yeah. I must melt the new Dioron. What do you think? You know, I it? quite liked it, but I didn't think it was quite as interesting or distinctive as as the original. I, I definitely prefer the original with the iris. Boring. For, for the listeners there, um, uh, the fragrance weirdo and Clemence both put their thumbs down to the new Dior yeah. Homme formulation. Oh, so it's definitely not, really yeah, not it's definitely not as good. No. Uh, and then this evening, I'm wearing a scent that really brings back some amazing scent memories of when I went to New York to scent explore because uh, I got this there and uh, I wore it from Amarud. It's golden, golden oud, which oh, is nice. obviously it's got a bit of oud, uh, some caramel and a champagne note, which gives nice. it a little bit of effervescence. Um, so every time I wear this, it, it transports me back to New York, to, to Manhattan. Uh, so I love it. Oh, uh, Chris, you said you were wearing Sweetie Hood uh, from yeah. Roger. Do you have a bottle of it? It's like literally my favorite Roger at the moment. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, I do, but I'm not giving it you. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I, I, I don't, but I've got a bottle of the Alexandria one. Um, sorry, I, I know uh, people have mixed feelings about clones, but I've got a bottle of the Alexandria one, and to be honest, it smells pretty well bang on. Um, I've heard that's really good. I yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, do you have a bottle of Sweetie Oud, Clemence? Very jealous. Okay. You don't want to yeah. give it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'll give you a decant if you want. It's all right. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, Steve-O, what have you been wearing this week? Um, this week, so I... Today I was rummaging through my samples, actually. I really need to organise them somehow, but I was just rummaging, and I found uh, Bond's number nine scent of peace, so I had a little spray of that. Um, the Aventus-like one, is it? Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's, it's often gets compared to Aventus. I don't think it's a clone by any means, but it's certainly the, the same style of that sort of fresh, woody, masculine kind of fragrance. So, yeah, very, very similar style. Um, so I can see why people maybe compare it uh, to that. I've um, oh a fragrance I mentioned was it last week the uh, molten brown vetiver and grapefruit that arrived. I blind bought it the EDT version, and I'm selling it. <laughs> it's a blind buy fail. It's actually oh, yeah. not a bad fragrance. It's just not what I was expecting at all. I was expecting like a really fresh grapefruit, a nice clean vetiver. So it's kind of like a super versatile, almost like like an Elysium type thing where it's quite a fresh, you know, vetiver citrus, like, but it's not. It was, as soon as I took the lid off, I could smell how spicy it was. It's really peppery. And then the vetiver is really earthy. So it's just, just not what I was expecting. But I think I can see why people like it, but it's just not my bag. So, so yeah, a bit of a blind by fail on that one, unfortunately. Um, I did, I filmed the first impressions. I've not released the video yet, so I won't say too much, but um, by Rado, uh, Tobacco and Mandarin. Um, I've been wanting to smell that for a while because mandarin and tobacco are two of my favourite notes. So on paper, I was like, I need to smell that bad boy. Um, yeah, it just again not what I was expecting. The tobacco is the the mandarin is non-existent, and the tobacco is very smoky rather than being a sort of piped tobacco. It was yeah, it was just I was a bit bit disappointed. And it's two hundred thirty five quid for fifty mil, which I think is. Ooh. Fucking ridiculous. So, yeah, a bit rich on that one. Um, and, um, yeah, just the fragrance that I mentioned um, last week, because obviously we've not done a full week, really, so we're only partway through. So uh, I've also been wearing the one I mentioned on our last recording, which I really struggled to pronounce the first word. Uh, uh, 
Ra Doriant. Um, so yeah, I really struggle with that. But uh, yeah, that one from uh, uh, where's it from? Um, what's the that place called? Yes, that's the one. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. So my memory is really bad when we start recording these podcasts. So yeah, so yes, um, been wearing that. So that's probably it for me, really. Um, to be honest. So yeah, okay. we're only a few days. Shout, out, shout out. Sorry, sorry, Dan, go on. Well, I was just going to say, it's it's interesting uh, that nobody has said that they've worn Savage Elixir this week, but um, I probably, sh- and I can see Clemence's face all wrinkled up, and cl- but I should say that I did actually uh, wear that this week. Um, I didn't mention it in my list. Um, and I'm honestly, I think it's brilliant. I, 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 You've I changed your mind because you didn't like it initially, did you? I didn't like it initially at all. No, it's got that deep licorice sort of thing going on mm, at first. Yeah, very very close, yeah. But but yeah, if you huff it up close, bleh, but if you just catch it in the air, it's got that sort of lavender and yeah. ambroxan thing going on. And actually it's it's bloody brilliant. And and I have completely changed my my position on that. And uh, I sort of feel low-key kind of disgusted with myself for, for <laughs> liking that. But you know No, I agree. I agree with you, Dan. I I think Ellipsy is a good release. And I don't even get a strong licorice from it, even when I smell it too up close. But I do like the, um, I like the the lavender. It's got this sort of classic cologne type of smell because of that lavender uh, and and some of the herbs in there. Uh, but it doesn't really. It's got a bit of the Sauvage in the background, but the best bits of it, not the screechy, yeah. annoying bit of it. So they, I agree. They, I like it. Yeah, they could have released it under a different name altogether, totally. um, yeah, and, and yeah. no one would have batted an eyelid. Yeah. So let so let me just okay. So we've got two fours. Uh, Clemence, I assume you're kind of not a fan. Is that right of Sauvage? Yeah. Alexia? No. I mean, well, obviously, I don't, I'm not a fan of, of Sauvage at all. But yeah, I I totally agree. It's quite different and everything. Blah blah. I appreciate, but I don't like it. Um, the licorice. Uh, usually, I love it, and it was too much for me. So I mm. I don't I don't really enjoy it. You know. Uh, Mr. Smelly, have you tried Sauvage Alexia? Yeah, I did. I did a video about it. It's um, it, to be honest, in and of itself, it does smell. It does smell quite nice. It's pretty good, but uh, it's just it, it doesn't really excite me that much. And it, it is bad. a bit similar to the original Sauvage. I've got to be honest. It's probably a little bit of kind of snobbery in me that I because it's too commonplace and everyone's getting it for Christmas this year. You know, normal civilians. Uh, I just look down on it. But if if I if someone told me it was a rare cheapie that I'd never heard of, I might have a better opinion. But it, it didn't thrill me much. I got to be honest. But the, there I'm, may I'm be a little bit of actually. Yeah, I thought yeah. you would have been a bit more uh, into it actually. That, that is exactly why I'm disgusted with myself. Yeah. Uh, Dan. <laughs> I mean, you summarised it perfectly. It's, yeah. it's civilian juice. Yes, it's a sort of That's fragrance it. where you need to, you, like it would have been good to get you guys together and like blind smell it. Just tell you, like, yeah. I've got this fragrance, like unlabeled. You don't know what it is, just to try and assess it purely on its smell and not have any Sauvage kind of background in your mind thinking oh, i don't want to like this what about you tony have you tried the new savage elixir yeah i i quite like it it's got something in it that i'm finding that is annoying me with a lot of scents at the moment i don't know if it's like amberwood i'm not sure something that makes your eyes itch a little bit it might have a big dose of hay fever in there but no i actually like the smell of it like dan i think i think it's one of those things that if you sprayed it on and forgot about it rather than getting in close i think you could actually you could you could smell really good and you get those that sort of lavender 
feel from it as well as that sort of deep ambroxine woody smell that you get from from it as well but no I, I like it i definitely i would definitely own it in my collection i haven't bought it yet because i think it's far too expensive and you can get other things that are better for that kind of money it is uh, expensive. yeah i want to spend my money on other things before i get that but it is something i think that i'd like to own on the shelf and i think it does for a designer scent as well how well does that last as well it, it performs mm. ex exceptionally well doesn't it it's brilliant yeah um uh, so uh, dan the fragrance weirdo just going back to you it is probably the most expensive designer fragrance on the market at 112 pounds for 60 mil do you think it's mm. worth that uh well is anything worth anything really i mean i, I sort of struggle I, I struggle with sort of i struggle with the the concept of of kind of value for perfumes i mean i've paid uh, 600 pounds for a discontinued patu which probably cost like 20 quid when it came out or whatever um i i actually paid about 70 quid i think for the savage and i'm sort of okay with that yeah um and I may well not hold on to it. I mean, for, for those of you who don't know, I, I tend to sell a lot of the perfumes that I buy if I feel like I'm not going to wear them because otherwise this is a real fucking expensive habit to get into if you're not selling them back on. Um, so I don't know whether I'll keep it. But, um, uh, but yeah, I, I kind of... I do think it is a really good perfume, but it did take me a few tries to sort of land with it. Um I don't know. Something just sort of clicked for me. Sometimes the best fragrances do that. You know, it's like with songs as well. Sometimes it's not an instant earworm, but you grow to love certain nuances and complexities. And yeah, yeah I find that. I, I tell you a classic, a fragrance that I find um, so many people um, have said at first they didn't like it, but it grew on them was Viking, not Viking Cologne, but the original Viking. Totally, totally. And, and, and that arguably one of the best creeds for me now as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, there you go. Strong words. Um, Elixir, I probably need to revisit, actually, because I did do a first impressions, and I did that thing. I smelt it up close pretty harsh and just got loads of that licorice, which I don't really – I'm not a big fan of licorice. So then I did sort of write it off, but perhaps I should actually give it a wearing and kind of, like say, get the wafts of it in the CRs rather than inhale it up, up my nostrils. So, yeah, I'm, perhaps I, I need to revisit right yeah. um oh i forgot to say what my scent of the night is i felt like i had to wear um the chronic i had to wear wow. that today it's our last one um we did sort of veto it but basically i wasn't allowed to talk about it too much on the podcast even though we sort of did get around it um one of so your for favorites that reason, yeah, yeah your so first niche was that your first niche um you, you smelled it with me for the first time didn't you yeah i smelled it on you I think, Ooh. and I just obviously this hunky, dreamy guy was wearing this fragrance, and I think that's why I had oh, to just buy gosh. it and just. I still, I still get a semi now whenever I smell it. <laughs> oh <laughs> gosh! Oh, oh, Clemens is going to puke. Stop it, Steve. Uh, um, you guys have a real bromance in here. That's horrible. You can't diss a good bromance. No, I'm joking. It's cute. Um, so yeah, so I had to wear that one. Right. Um, I don't know. I've, I don't know what we're doing on the time time trails here, but I suspect we're probably time to move into half an hour ARS. into the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, so shall we move into the audience recognition section? Let's hit the ass. Let's do it. We love a bit of ass. So, guys, uh, we might have to. This might be a team effort. So I don't know who else is looking, but if you scroll through and see a question, so guys, now's a good time in the chat to ask us any questions. As I said, you can. 
direct it to a specific person uh, if you want, or you can like leave it as an open question and we'll try and sort of uh, manage it. But um, hopefully between all of us, we'll be able to pick out some questions. Um, so I'm just trying to scroll through now. Yeah, I'm just having a little scroll back up while we're waiting oh, for people to throw a few questions in there. Um, so someone said, uh, guys, I have a £100 voucher for John Lewis. Which one frag would you recommend for me to sample? Some uh, brands, MFK, Creed, uh, Flores, Maison Margiela. Chanel exclusive, uh, Killian, Mila, uh, Mila Harris. I know, Clemence, you're a big fan of Mila Harris at the minute, aren't you? That's one of your favourites. I don't know if she's hearing me there. So, I'll try and un... Uh, oh, Clemence has chosen to mute herself, apparently. Oh, did no, I? Really. Sorry. Yeah, no, go. sorry. That's what I was talking. Um, yeah, no, I was saying, sorry. I was saying I love Mila Harris. Uh, I've got my signature scent in orange whiskey, which is Scherzo. It's an amazing rose wood fragrance, like super, super fruity, quite sweet as well. Um, it's super, super lovely. And obviously, like, I've got uh, that uh, new Santa wood fragrance as, as well that I love. But uh, there's so many good things, to be fair. Like, she's got, like, uh, oh, here, I don't know. 100 pound voucher but there's so many good things in the list it's hard to pick i tell you a fragrance that i'm almost embarrassed to say that i haven't smelt yet i don't think i've smelled a few of them from Maison margella i don't think i've smelled jazz club oh my god that's gonna be what i'm gonna wear for christmas i know you need to I smell have... it that's that's a kind of a must-have to me I know, I know. Nigel at Two Cents Worth absolutely loves it. It was his Christmas scent a couple of years ago, I think. Um, and I, I need to smell it. I, I, I might have smelled. I remember smelling quite a few of their fragrances in an airport once. I remember smelling by the fireplace under the lemon tree. So I, I smelled a few, but I don't I think, remember. I think it's your style as well. Like you kind of like something that is like you know kind of easy to wear. You know, mm. uh, not too too much on the complicated side. I think you you're gonna really enjoy that. I love it. Uh, that was a polite way of saying you're a basic bitch. Thank you, Claire. No, um, no, I, no, I'm, I generally Gee, want to smell on, it. I will say that you say it yourself. Uh, no, I do say it. I'm not, I'm not ashamed. Um, I will definitely smell um jazz club. I, I'm the chat's probably kicking off now, going, yeah, I can't believe you've not smelt it. So, um, have we got any more questions in there, Chris? Have you found any? Yeah, I mean, are we? What are we doing? Just uh, targeting questions to one person or getting everyone to answer the same? Oh, one? by all means, if anybody else has got any recommendations, so so somebody's got a hundred pounds for John Lewis. There's obviously quite a few niche fragrances. Um, Mr. Smelly, I'm just randomly picking people. Uh, what would you recommend? Um, he's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> um, uh, what do you recommend that somebody would smell in like John Lewis? So they've got a few um, like obviously niche. Uh... Well, for, I'm just going to go straight for what I would buy. I would go for a hundred pound. I would buy Colonia Estenza Aqua de Palma. Ah, that's a good. I chance. think that's what I would recommend. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Very good scent. Um, so yeah. I'd, I'd go with that. Yep. Um, Dan, fragrance weirdo. What would you recommend? Um, I think for that money, uh, you could probably get uh, Tom Ford Beau de Jour uh, and the new signature line. Yeah, good mm. shout. I was going to say a Tom Ford as well because they come. You know, you can get some nice stuff at, at that price range. So I'd probably say Noir Extreme. Oh, I love Noir. Good Extreme. one, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a mm. good shout. Yeah. Um, right, you found yeah. any more, Chris? Um, yeah, actually, um, this is a, a interesting question from JS. He says, "Any recommended fragrance literature other than the new Creed book? Uh, does anyone read much fragrance literature?" 
The, well, the Sarah McCartney book that came out this year about I can't I've got it over there somewhere I can't remember what it's called but it's uh, something like a hundred fragrances to try uh, and it's by uh, co-authored with someone else but Sarah McCartney of four one sixty Tuesdays that's a good it's it's a bit like the Luca Turin book where you just have a little passage about each one so you don't know it's not like you read it from beginning to end you just dip in and out of it so really really good and it highlights a lot of non obvious stuff so it's a nice little coffee table book. I didn't know mm, about yeah, that. So, yeah, thanks for putting that on the radar. Uh, that Tess, great. Tessa Williams has a great book that's uh, very, very well composed. Lots and lots of lovely houses written about in there. So I'd recommend that. And again, a lovely sort of dining room table or coffee table book. Uh, I think Neil, Chap Neil Chapman's got a really good book as well. I've got that one, which is that's fantastic too. Mm. I, I've got the Neil Chapman one. I, I was, I mean, the obvious one is the Luca Turin one, though, right? I mean, the guy's a absolute prick, but uh, he, he, writes, <laughs> he writes a good review. Uh, well, for the most part, I, I've, yeah, I, I some of them I just read his reviews. I think, what the fuck is this? You know, just different planet. But um, he, he knows what he's talking about. That sure. book's really good because although, yeah, you don't may not agree, I don't, with a lot of what he says, that some of the sort of four-word negative reviews are the dismissive ones are quite funny. So, yeah, it's, it's, that's a good one, a good fun book to have. Cool. Um, just seen this one here. It says, Mr. Smelly, if you were to visit Jamaica for a week, what two <laughs> colognes are you bringing? Okay, random question. Here, <laughs> I did see that, so I prepared my answer. I, I'm going to say Creed Virgin Island Water, obviously, well, yeah, and uh, Erolfa. I'm going to go Creed. I'll go Erolfa. Just two really fresh, beautiful, summery ones from Creed, obviously, Erolfa. Well done, well done. Um, seen any, anything up. else in there, Steve? Um, someone else said, um, recommend me two fragrances to go skiing. I, I don't know why two. Um, I don't know if it's like the apres ski and during the ski. <laughs> It's a bit of a funny one. So it's kind of skiing is a, a funny one in the sense that obviously it's very typically very cold weather, but then you do get quite potentially quite hot and sweaty when you're quite active. So it's an interesting scenario that. So um, I'm going to open it up. Has anybody got any suggestions that they uh, might wear? Yeah, I, I would suggest the affinescence that I mentioned earlier, um, the, the musk and ambergris. Um, and I found that I can wear that to the gym as well. It's it's quite a good because it's just it's all base and it's all kind of um, it's quite human, quite sort of skin like, almost animalic. I suppose is is the word, but um, it just seems to work really well when you get kind of uh, when you get into physical exercise. I, I think that'd be a great one, and then something more. Uh, sort of, I suppose, mass appealing for the Apro ski. I, I don't know. Xenia's strength for, for reasons that I can just see it on my desk here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just quickly throw two in there. Um, I'd go for the evening Maison Margiel's By the Fireplace. Uh, I've worn that by a fireplace um, on a skiing trip and, and it, it works well. And then for the day, I, I mean, Allure on Sport or Extreme, why not? Good shout. Yeah. I think. I think it feels like it's only me and George that um, I personally um, fragrance weirdo might agree with me in this. I actually prefer the original uh, Allure Om Sport to Allure Om Sport O Extreme. Um, it seems to be not not a common kind of um, agreement on that one. A lot of people seem to prefer the O Extreme, but so I'm I'm not an expert on that range at all. But the the one that 
I like is the edition Blanche one. Oh, shout! Sure. That's, yeah. that's yeah. the one that I always kind of go. Oh, I, I like the smell of that. The rest of them all smell more or less the same to me. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've, I've just um, kind of embarrassingly, I've just realised we've got a um, Chanel expert in the house, a former employee. Uh, come on, which, uh, which do you prefer, O Extreme or the original Allure on Sport? Uh, if I have to choose between those two, I would go for the extreme just because I do like the tone cabin note. I, I always go like for something a little bit warmer. That's more my side, uh, rather than the sea vibe, really fresh, invigorating note in the classic. But if I had to choose from all the allure range, I will definitely go for Edition Blanche. That's my favorite as well. It's got a little bit of that dandy vibe, that very bright lemon at the beginning and a soft sandalwood that is very classy at the background and I really love it. You got two ski good skiing fragrances, Clemence? Uh, skiing fragrance, I will go for Soleil Neige from Tom Ford probably. Like, uh, you know, it's mm. quite appropriate for the for the ski as it's called, you know, uh, neige. Uh, and it's quite hardy. It does smell like very fresh and vibrant. So when you do physical effort, you know, I do like quite something energizing, but at the same time kind of cocooning. So I think that could be nice. Great. And a super chat from Dr. Music. Should we throw this one to Tony? Uh, and anyone else who wants to answer after Tony? But Tony, what do you think of the Oron Parfum? That is incredible actually i recommended that as the as the fragrance that would be brilliant for the 100 pound budget in john lewis that i think is a great shout for the that shout. sort of money yeah that mm -hmm. is uh, it's one of my favorite fragrances of all time so that's what i think of it okay anyone else want to chime um, in with oh the sorry song? for the ski slope oh. can i just chuck yeah, in yeah, sunshine, go for it. Yeah, sunshine man I'll, I'll chuck in there sunshine man so lovely all right. Um, yeah, Mr. Smelly, do you like Dioron Parfum? Yeah, um, it's my favourite of the Dioron range. It is, uh, funnily enough, I got it to hand. It is an absolute stunner of a fragrance. Super strong, super long-lasting. 11 out of 10 fragrance for me. Masterpiece. Yeah, and Clemence, uh, do the ladies like it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I really love it. I think I have a, a soft spot on the intense, though, more. But I do really like the parfum as well. Obviously, like it's really, really well done, and you can't really go wrong with that. Yeah, there's a bit more of a cacao going on with the intense, isn't there? Which is nice. Yeah, and I do love that. <laughs> yeah, and Mr. Fragrance Weirdo, are you sorry, Steve? Um, yeah. Nice, fine, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I love it. Um, I mean, Dior Parfum um, is like a really great kind of accessible um, leather and iris kind of jobby, isn't it? Um, I, I think it's. Superb, and, and actually, Tony, uh, if I'd have thought of that, uh, that probably would have been my uh, hundred pound recommendation as well. Although I understand it's been reformulated somewhat. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I've I've got a bottle that's been on the shelf for a long time, and I reach for it occasionally. Um, but on the intense one, I found the intense one uh, just a little bit too kind of sweet and powdery uh, for me, maybe. Um, I think I don't know what it is um, in there, but uh, yeah, definitely the Dioran Parfum for me is the the absolute crowning glory of that particular line. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've just spotted a question, um, so I've kind of highlighted that, so I'll bring that up in a minute. Um, actually, I just want to ask back to our pre—I think it was a previous episode. Why we've got um, we can ask a lady's opinion. Um, we and Dan, I was going to mention this earlier when Dan was talking about uh, dual Fahrenheit. Uh, come on, so what do you think to dual Fahrenheit? Because Curly Fragrance says um, men should not buy it and women don't like it. Is that true? 
Oh, well, I don't know. Uh, well, as a woman, I do really like it. So I guess, you know, uh, <laughs> but I, I, do, I do really enjoy it. Um, I think it was actually one of the first fragrances I reviewed on my channel, um, uh, the Fahrenheit range. Um, I think it's really, obviously, it's got a bit of that vintage vibe, you know, like it's not really uh, something very actual, but um, it's especially the eau de toilette for me was the best one uh, it's got really something like that slightly petrol like gasoline stuff it's like so sexy like it's giving so much character charisma and you don't really smell that nowadays in perfume so i think it's an absolute stunner and i love it and you know like back in the days like you would probably like wear that and all the girls would be like whoa you know like what is he wearing i don't know well, i think it's really amazing Dan but i guess used you know for a quite university. maybe like young girls like it's a bit too much but yeah what did you say <laughs> i said well dan did used to wear it back in the day at university from 98 to 2001 i think he said so so did the girls like it back in university dan i have no idea mate. i i wouldn't oh, i wouldn't dream of speaking on their behalf oh fair play um <laughs> Chris, there's a question for you. I don't know if you've seen it. It's, yeah. uh, I'll just shout um, out. Do, sorry, before you say it, mate, I'm just going to quickly shout out Nick for the £17.99 super chat. He says, cheers for the banter and the memories, guys. All the best on your next ventures. Thank you, Nick. And um, one of the best nights of the year was hosted at uh, the club that Nick manages in London. So cheers, Nick. Thank you very much. All right. What's the question there? Um, so Andy Thompson says um, Fragmental has been cast as the new James Bond. I mean, which is quite believable. He can have one fragrance for the shoot. What does he pick? Oh, a fragrance for the shoot to play mm, James Bond. Bond. Obviously, we did send all the Bonds, but we didn't send you as Mr. Bond. Yeah. Huh. Well, oh yeah, that's a that's a tough one actually. So I yeah, probably go with something um something fairly crowd pleasing. I'd probably have to go with a designer. Um I oh I mean any of the any of those Dior's would uh, would work really well. Um hmm. What about uh, Gravitas Porom? Is there... <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it, uh, it it would work yeah um huh yeah what have i been wearing a lot I'll of just write you so, the okay, check for that no, steve uh, i'll just uh <laughs> yeah. send me the address afterwards i Thank am you. gonna go for um tom ford's ombre leather parfum oh i've not smelled the new parfum yet there's been a lot of chat about it i'm i need, oh. need to get my nose on it yeah. just as i said that jez of the champ said I think ombre leather would be good. There we go. Great match. Oh, there you go. Right. Is there any more questions in the chat? Um, oh, look. someone yeah. suggested for Mr. Bond. They said maybe something from Galan. That would be, I think, most of... Yeah. I think there's a lot of good... Galan yeah, I, I think Galan Derby for a Bond. Yes, good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, maybe um, one of the uh, Lomidial line, maybe uh, the EDP. For, a, for sort of a modern, a more modern bond. That's a good shout, good shout. Yeah. Aqua de Palma, yeah, that, that's a good Floris? shout. I mean, is that for James Bond? Like, he has to wear mm. Floris to me, like number 89. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it is. You it is like Christmas that one, don't you, Clements? I love it. I think it's just. Which you so... wouldn't think it would necessarily appeal to a young woman. I know, because it's got like that very classic, super gentleman vibe, but I think that's kind of like necessary if we talk about James Bond. 
Yeah. Was it actually written that Bond wore florist or, or so was it, it was, Fleming or something? Yes, wore it? it was Ian Fleming that was apparently wearing it, but I think he wrote it in a book as well. If I'm correct, mm. if I'm correct, I might be wrong. Okay. What, um, right. What's a good sense of wear when you're putting out rubbish and hope to brush shoulders with your saucy neighbour? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's you got to answer that one. Because <laughs> you'd be dressed like that as well. You'd be putting your rubbish out dressed like that, wouldn't you? Of course, yeah. yeah. I just dress like this every day. Um, so... <laughs> Tiny dresses like that Sorry. to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go to the gym first. Um, I would probably say... Uh, actually, I'm going to divert this question because... My mind's gone completely blank. How do you guys do this on the podcast every single week and just come up with something like that? Because you just edit the gaps out, Tony. Is that what it... <laughs> Thanks for your honesty. That's great. <laughs> uh, um, if you're putting the bins out, you need something that's going to overcome it if it's not smelling very good. So something very, very strong. I'm going to go with something like, uh, let's go with... No. It's not, it's not there. I'm going to go with Sauvage, just Sauvage. Yeah. Because <laughs> someone will recognise it over the bin smell, I'm sure. Um, to be honest, it, might blend in, it might blend in a little bit. <laughs> I mean, most saucy neighbours would probably love Sauvage. I think most people who aren't um, that into frags would probably really like Sauvage. So I think it's a good shout. Yeah. I was going to say Aventus for exactly the same reason. I mean, I know it's boring, but, you know, you very rarely come across someone who says, oh, my God, Aventus smells terrible. You know, it, it doesn't. Mm. It smells great. There's a reason it's so popular and, and so often, uh, uh, you know, uh, duplicated. Um, I've got a question here from Star-Lord, um, and I'm sort of curious to see what people think because I would struggle to answer this, but we've got a few um, experts slash aficionados in the room. So any recommendations for an iris fragrance that doesn't have that dominant lipstick makeup bag smell? And also, mm -hmm. what do you think of iris malacan? I'm struggling to read with my contact lenses. Um, so, yeah. So an iris fragrance that doesn't have that dominant lipstick makeup how bag. About, how about, um, I know that, Chris, you know this one, uh, Theo Cabanel, Oh La La. Oh La La. It's a very irisy fragrance, so it's totally focused on it, super powdery, but I don't think you smell any lipsticky, isn't it? I mean, I do get a bit of the sort of Dioron-like lipstickiness from it, but I think it's got so many other notes, like there's even tobacco in that one that yeah. offset the, the floral nature, that, mm -hmm. you know, makeup bag thing, as we all, you know, describe it. Um, it's a great one. I love Ooh La La. That's a good shout, Clemence, yeah. I, I feel like irish fragrances that don't have that lipsticky cord are more sort of like oris buttery, types oh, yeah. uh you got um centauri fragrances dendera is is big on on the oris butter and uh galavant's bacara is a really nice oris oris butter style fragrance yeah i, I was just looking up uh the one that i was gonna say was ulrich uh lang um nightscape but i was just looking that up and of course there's no iris note in it it's uh it's a violet note that's uh that was me uh, not okay. knowing my perfumes, I'm afraid. Well, good try, Dan. Um, so uh, Aaron Terrence Hughes Home, yeah, that's a that's a nice Irish-based one. Yeah. Uh, someone suggested. Uh, anyone want to throw Can I ask, I, I don't know if anybody in the room knows the answer to this, but is it why 
is is there iris like scented in lipstick or is it purely a coincidence thing what is i don't know if this is a really stupid ignorant question here but what is why is there an association obviously it smells like it is it purely coincidence or is there some reason behind why they so it's not i can answer your question i think um, well, uh, as far as I know, um, it was not really iris. It was more a violet accord in the lipstick that was used wow. before. And violets have a really strong similarities with iris in the smell. It's really powdery. Um, mm. And it does have that violet in it as well, especially when you use for oris butter, like, you know, Chris was saying. Um, it's really similar. And we do usually mix the two. And in perfumery, having like an iris accord is usually mixed with violet. So, I mean... Isolation for you, Clemens. That was <laughs> a great answer. That also backed up um, Dan with regards to he's picking a fragrance that smelt of violets when he thought it might have been iris. So that kind of backed yeah. him up as well because there's a similarity Thank you. in there. But, but there we go. Not only are we entertaining people, we're educating them, mainly me, but we're educating people tonight. So that's good. Thank you for that, Clem. Should we, should we read out Nick's? Uh, does everyone want to sort of go through uh, mr smelly have you chosen your christmas day fragrance it's going to be what i'm sorry to keep uh, going about creed but i'm afraid it's going to be my all-time favorite which i do tend to wear every christmas bois de portugal gotta yeah. be you you do wear that one every year and why you yeah. know it's the day of the year you'd want to wear your favorite isn't it so exactly yeah uh, yeah yeah um fragrance weirdo what are you wearing on christmas day um, I'm not 100% sure, but obviously I have been thinking about it a bit, and it's it's either going, well, it's going to be one of three. Uh, it will either be Tom Ford Japon Noir, um, Widian 71, uh, or Interlude 53. You, yeah, Interlude, what, the, the X-Ray, or the, the yeah, 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 53, the X-Ray, yeah, that's a great, that that's really impressed that, me this year that, yeah that's my release of the year hands down best new fragrance of the year blows yeah. my fucking head off i love it yeah love it yeah it is fantastic i i actually um I've told this story a few times now but for anyone who, who hasn't heard it i uh i went out with some friends in a bar recently and uh as i was leaving the bar um one of the sort of the waiters bartenders that was uh, serving us he he stopped me and uh he just said, can you tell me what fragrance you're wearing? Because um, I, I really want it. <laughs> um, and I showed him and, and then I showed him the, and then he saw the price on mine and I think he started having second thoughts. Um, <laughs> but uh, it certainly was um, projecting a lot and uh, in, in a way that I think people were enjoying because it's a little more, it's a little more rounded, isn't it? I think than the... Um, it, it's, it's more restrained. I mean, it, yeah. it's because it's got less alcohol in it, it's, it's less diffusive, so it doesn't sort of explode into people's faces the way the uh, uh, original one does. Yeah. Good shout, good shout. Um, can I, uh, there's a question here. I mean, Chris and I have discussed this a few times, so I don't know if we need to answer, but I'm curious to hear what our guests uh, say. Jezza the Champ says, uh, for everyone, what fragrance or fragrances um, hold the most sentimental value to you? So... I mean, Chris and I have spoken about scent memories quite a lot in the past, and obviously, you know what you wear on when your children are born on your wedding day. Or um, I know I think Sam's spoken before about a fragrance that reminds her of her dad. So I think we've all kind of. So um, Dan, um, Mr. Rothschild, what is what is your 
I mean, you've got so many and you go through so many. Do any hold sentimental value? Are you attached? Yeah, yeah. So, um, weirdly, the, the fragrance that, that holds the most sentimental value, I actually don't own. Um, but it is uh, the original uh, Kouros. Um, and um, my, my dad, who, you know, thankfully is still uh, with us, but my dad uh, used to wear uh, Kouros. Um, and I have very sort of uh, strong scent memories of kind of, um, you know, uh, mum and dad going out for the evening and stuff and, and, and the house still smelling of Kouros after he left and stuff. Um, it, it, it's And someone sent me a little sample of it, uh, a vintage one the other day. It is still, I mean, it's an incredible perfume. Um, it's, it's so strong, though. Um, but, yeah, for me, that is definitely the most sentimental uh, fragrance, I think. Uh, although I don't own it. Um, yeah. Other Dan, um, Mr. Smelly, what about you? Have you got any sentimental, any fragrances that hold particular sentimental value? Or? Um, i got to be totally honest with you. I haven't. I haven't. Um, not I don't even really. Why the Portugal? Does, does that have? Uh, much there's sentiment no sentiments here. I've, I, I, I'm not sentimental. Emotions and sentiments they don't help you in life. I, I turned mine off many years ago. <laughs> And if they ever try and bubble up again, they are quickly suppressed. So, yeah, i, I got to be honest. Uh, the, not not only do I not have sentimental attachment to fragrance, I, I don't go in for sentimentality. You've got to but, be cold to run FragCom, don't you? Dan? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's more of a scientific approach, not, not based on feelings. Yeah. So, no, I don't. <laughs> Fair play. That's quite interesting because I think – it's that head over heart thing because sometimes I think that you like for anything in life, fragrance, cars, music, whatever. You'll just find a. Sometimes you'll find something that might technically not be something that you enjoy. Like there's plenty of songs that I think technically this is bullshit, this is rubbish, but I can't help but really enjoy it. I really like it. And then sometimes it's like for that reason you end up almost rooting for the underdog. It's almost actually if it's like it's just something that you've got an affection for you for root for that you then start building a sentiment for so uh, so yeah interesting you just as you say need you you've got a rule fragcorn with a with an iron fist you yeah exactly there's no um, room for them steve i'm just looking at the clock here and we're sort of hitting the hour mark for the podcast okay. do you want to sort of just go into your um scenario now to bring things to i was i was curious just to ask tony actually what his sentiment was sure. if he wouldn't mind just quickly no it's fine uh is he miyaki loaded is he i think i think oh. i've mentioned that quite a few times before probably even mentioned it on the previous podcast i was on um but more recently plum japanese uh, i got that for last christmas just as it was discontinuing it was discontinued i think just before christmas and my wife got that for christmas for me and I, I, I do spray that very, very sparingly, but just absolutely love the spices in that. Beautiful fragrance. Love it. Cool. Okay. Right. Well, we can move on to the uh, scent. Well, Chris, do you want to introduce it with with your um, style? Ah, so this is something from year one, really, the scenario, because we, we I got fed up of <laughs> having to think up of uh, fragrances on the spot um like as tony can um can empathize with this evening um so yeah we're gonna we're gonna go back to that and steve has thought of a scent scenario so this is the well, scent i was i was hoping you were gonna do your scenario no i, I was about i was just about to do it oh god then. <laughs> here we go uh scenario i love it 
Um, right, this scenario is not uh, complicated in the slightest, so we'll ask each guest. Um, but here's the scenario. You are going to um, Santa's Grotto. You're going to go and sit on Santa's knee. Um, but you do suffer from uh, Santaphilia, which is actually a condition in which you are um, sexually attracted to anything Father Christmas, Santa Claus related. So you want you want this uh, this chunky monkey with the white beard to um, to find you rather appealing. So this goes to everybody. Well, look at Mr. Smelly Rubbin, he said. Um, so what are you going to wear <clears throat> to sit on Santa's knee so that Santa finds you rather attractive? Um, I'll tell you what, as, Chris, as you're experienced, do you want to go first while our guests think? Um, so there is a um, Frank Buclet perfume called Erotic. Oh, nice. uh, which is very like musky, sexy, sex smells, um, and I think Santa would um, I, he would not be able to resist it. He would, um, yeah, he he would pretty much be thinking he was sort of smelling the beginnings of sex, really. So, <laughs> um, Love it. he he would not be able to resist it. I haven't thought about this at all. That's you know, I just it just came to me right now, um, but yeah, I'm going with that one. Very appropriate, I think. Um, Dan, fragrance weirdo, do you want to have a go? I'm, I'm, I'm not comfortable with this scenario <laughs> at all. Um, Good, oh, that's but, the point. But, but if if we're gonna play along, um, I'm gonna say Xenia uh, Passion, um, which is a absolutely uh, brilliant. Um, saffron uh, fragrance and i think the whole xenia elements uh, line are completely <laughs> underrated uh, but that's that's a great one um <laughs> and i know what you're laughing <laughs> chris we'll, we'll just... read that out in a minute <laughs> yeah no please don't um, um yeah. I'm, I'm beginning to think uh dan that you're not the fun uh drama teacher that we thought you were with that jacket you're like no no i'm i'm a miserable cunt mate always have been <laughs> so um chris do you want to read out uh, barry's comment his suggestion yeah so i mean uh, this i wish we were doing a competition <laughs> for comment of the night because this this could be a contender so Barry from the channel Centralize uh, says it has to be Sticky Fingers, which is a Francesca Bianchi fragrance, because it smells of Santa after you've finished. Oh, God. Barry, oh, God. always raising the tone as usual. Who should we go to next? Tony, do you want to have a go? Yeah, I'm going to go with Ojam from Parfums de Mali. Um, and the reason uh, yeah. for that is that sort of apple pie, sort of uh, wintry <laughs> spice. Uh, like warm has. apple pie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> we recently <laughs> discovered on the podcast, um, thanks to our uh, French consultant, that it's it's not Ojon, it's it's Wajon, isn't it? Is that right? How you pronounce it, Clem? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, Steve, I told you, I, I don't, I don't really know. I don't even know if it's French or not. So I pronounce it in the French way, which is Wajon. But uh, obviously, I don't know. Uh, we'll take that. Um, Clem, while we've got you on, do you want to um, say what you would wear to attract a... Uh, well, a, a very Claus? old man. Uh, I mean... Well, he's a few thousand years old. It's, it's, yeah, well, a very old he's man. A very old make-believe man. Magic and way. energy, Clemence. So don't, you know, don't diss Santa. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh gosh, it's horrible. Um, I, d I don't know. I mean, I would probably wear, I don't know, Miss Cravager from Frédéric Mal. I Ooh. guess that's really animalic, you know, like, <laughs> so I'm like, maybe you would find me sexy or maybe on the contrary, you would find it horrible and run away from me, which would be amazing, to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> I yeah. Don't know. But yeah. Good show. There you go. Steve, Mr. Smelly. You, uh... Oh, yeah, done. Whose idea was this? You've spoken about a lot worse on your fucking coming at us. <laughs> well, I'm not. Comp okay. So, I mean, first of all, I'm, pr I'm pretty sure now, I would guess nowadays that n the kids who go to Santa's Grotto don't sit on his knee. Uh, <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, yeah. I would imagine anyone who's playing Santa would need a very strong legal team behind him before starting. They're, hey? They're not allowed no, to No, well, that, that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't surprise me at all. Um, okay, so basically, that one creepy old man in a red costume is going to be visited by another <laughs> creepy old man, me. Um, and I'm looking to hit it off with him. I, I just wear my favourite Boada Portugal, I think. But, um, yeah, I don't know. The, I don't know what goes on in Santa's. Visited by the leader of Fragcom, it would be um, a momentous... It's a disgusting opinion. image, isn't it? Yeah, but I, thanks. Great idea. Great idea. Uh, Chris, I think. What, what about you? Oh, we've done we've done me. I went for uh, Frank McClett's erotic. Oh, you did. We went first. Is that everyone yeah. apart from me then? Yeah, it's your turn. I would probably go for Saharov's signature Porom, maybe something like that. So yeah, I think that's uh yeah, I think I could rock rock that, and and Santa would like it. But apparently, genuine condition, Santaphilia is an actual thing that people suffer from. So what? Yeah, just, okay. no, what is Santaphilia? You want to? Yeah. Do something with Santa, Santa yeah, inside. Yeah, it's like so. So, like a lot of the filias, it's yeah, like Santa Filia is an actual thing. Um, I discovered earlier. So, um, do you think this is just, you know, directed towards the real Santa who lives at the North Pole, or anyone who, you know, any of his helpers that dress up as, as Santa in supermarkets well, and things like that? It seems Santa Filia, it can vary, but a lot of people basically, if you suffer from it, you're just yeah, you're you're kind of a, a tr sexually aroused by the whole concept of, of Santa <laughs> and Christmas and all sorts. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I'm I'm slightly concerned about my um, Google search history having to find that out, to be honest. But um, but I did. So there we go. Um, well, a so good Christmas appropriate scenario. There we go. So on that bombshell, how are we doing for time? Is that is that is that us? I think yeah. I think we should um, just start to bring things to a close for the last time. Um, we should thank all our guests. Um, for for coming on and joining, this has been brilliant. It ma it makes me sort of think perhaps we you know we shouldn't be ending. We should do something like this know. once every couple of months or something. But um, there are people who live stream far better than us. But it's been nice for for a one off. Um, so well, um, fragrance weirdo Dan, thank you. Um, I believe you you came on the podcast uh, twice with us, didn't you? you I came did. On, came yeah. on two times. Yep. So he, he forced us. Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just kept harassing you until yeah. you agreed to it. Thank you. <laughs> um, really appreciate you giving up the time, and uh, you are releasing your podcast soon. So, best hopefully, of so. That. Yeah. Do you want to remind everyone when and, and what? Uh, it, yeah, uh, so it's going to be called uh, Les Odorants 
with an emphasis on uh, ah, ranting. Um, and nice. it's, uh, it's That's with, good. Uh, That's good. It's, it's with a chap called Ben who posts as uh, uh, Talking Sense and um, uh, Jim who posts as Houdini. And it's basically three miserable twats uh, ranting, ranting about the state of the nation and perfume. And um, we've only got a very loose idea about how we're going to do this. And, and it will be in January sometime, probably. Brilliant. So we'll look out for that. Well, have a very merry Christmas, Dan. Thank you. And, Thank you. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I will also um, sign Tony off. Tony, um, thanks for coming on. We did. Uh, you did two apps because we recorded two at the same time, didn't we? Um, we did indeed. Yeah. And they were they were two of our best. I may I say you were you were a wonderful guest. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, definitely looks like you all ready for Christmas over there in the Meads household. So uh, wishing you and the family a wonderful, a wonderful Christmas and looking forward to seeing you maybe in Nick's club again at some point next year, Tony. Yeah, definitely. We need to arrange because that was my highlight of the year. Yeah, mine too. The whole year. Yeah, definitely. And gents, look, thank you for uh, all the hours that you've put in because we've all listened listened to that podcast uh free of charge apart from obviously the kofi donations uh but it's been it's been a blast so thank you thank you gents it helped us help me through a difficult lockdown the first time round. so thank you you're you're a legend tony thank you um you take over steve yeah mr mr smelly dan would you um thank you again so um i think you were only on once so apologies yep. for that the others got in twice i think it was more time you were one of our sort of later guests so we just didn't have time before the end to get you back sure. um, no. it was a very popular episode i've got lots of uh, comments from people saying how how much they enjoyed it so thank you right. for that yeah, um, thanks for having me on. I really enjoyed it. And I'm I'm sad you won't be continuing, but hey, you can always come back. There's nothing to stop you. Yeah, never say never again, as exactly. uh, you said a few times. Um, and obviously, uh, it, by all means, you, you can shout you out. So if people love these, uh, for the people that are watching, if you love, um, if you're quite new to YouTube lives and this is your first, go and check out uh, Mr. Smelly's channel because you're doing them on every Friday and every... I do. I, at the moment, I do every Friday and Saturday and I, I normally do very often one other. Actually, funnily enough, I am. I, I spontaneously uh, this afternoon decided I'm going to do one tonight at 10.45. So in just about oh, half yeah. an hour from now, I'm actually doing one. So I hope you don't mind me plugging that. So if people have nothing to to do this evening 10 45 tonight it's a slightly provocative hot topic no guests lined up we'll see what happens so yeah oh that Thanks. could be the after party that could be the after party it could well it could be yeah it could be thank you, thank you. and uh clemence again you were on you were on the podcast twice so thank you and um a personal thank you for me because i think you were the only other i think the only guest we had that was actually like a full one half of the hosting because yeah. because you I think when you were on yeah. it one of the times you Chris abandoned me so you literally kind of helped me out and so so we managed to still put out an episode so thank you yeah pleasure I mean it was always very nice I mean it, it was I, I felt really lucky to be to be on the podcast with you two guys obviously uh like I really get along with you so that was really nice but most of that I always have had great memories of me cooking or going to the gym having my Sunday podcast uh, in my earphones and laughing out loud really I had so many good times with the podcast so I want to thank you again for that and it's nice to have it still on Spotify so I'm not sure you know whenever you want you can still listen to it which is super nice but yeah I'm a bit sad it's, it's 
like the end but you know it's great memories oh thank you Dar. thanks i'm yeah. gonna start getting emotional but thank you as i say you did uh help us out when uh Chris, Chris abandoned me, so I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so that's that's it. So that's thank you to everyone, and thank you for everyone to joining in the chat as well. You've all been great, so thank you for helping with the audience recognition section on all your questions. Um, that's, that's it, really. We sort yeah. Of well, I to... just need to throw a thank you out there, and uh, that oh, gosh, my voice is is going. Um, that is to you, Steve. Um, we would not have done the podcast if you hadn't have messaged me one day and said. He's still up for this podcast idea because I am. Should we do it? And uh, I just, I, I just said yes, and we started. And it was awful. It was on Skype. The quality <laughs> was not to the standards that we aspire to hit um, these days. Um, so it's been a real pleasure to chat to you, um, literally for two to three hours um, every week for the last two years. Hundred episodes. God knows how many hours that adds up to. It's been, it's been a real pleasure. It is with a very heavy heart that. Uh, I'm hanging up my my headphones on this, and it is purely, as we've explained, because of of time constraints in my life, and uh, I, I'm prioritizing. And you know, sometimes something's got to give. But I am gonna miss you, Steve. I know we'll still see each other, and we'll still chat a lot. But that weekly check in with you um, has always been. On the weeks when you don't feel like doing it, and as all content creators know, sometimes you do not feel like creating the content. Um, sometimes when I'd log in, I'd think, I don't really feel like this tonight. But as soon as we started having a chat, Steve would crack a joke, we'd be away, and I'd be into it, and I'd be thinking, yeah, this is why we do it, because because I love it. So, Steve, thank you for being the best podcast co-host. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Um yeah, so I, I guess I've got to return the favour now without um, kind of getting too too emotional. <laughs> Not at all, um, mate. I, yeah, I don't want to say too much because I've, my voice is probably going to go. But um, yeah, it's funny actually because we sort of joke that there was numerous times where you just get to like we always record at seven thirty on a Sunday and you get to like quarter past twenty past seven. There'd be points actually where I've kind of got the the kids in the bath and done my bit and I'm sitting in the chair and I'm almost nodding off and then you sort of wake up and like oh, fucking hell, I've got to go and record that podcast. But then as soon as you kind of log on and we started chatting, it's like it's it's so much fun and you just enjoy it so much. It makes it so much easier. And um, so thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. And then also there's there's numerous other aspects from all your like design and obviously the, the, the fucking intro music which you created, which was um, the catchiest tune in Fragcom. So thank you for all of your side on that as well. So it's so it's yeah it's it's been amazing it's been emotional um so yeah that's that that's us really so obviously we're still about so hopefully Chris and I will still um collaborate or collab as we like to say um so yeah who knows we might do some lives or whatever and and certainly maybe film some some videos so we're, we're still about um but yeah also thank you to everybody again for all of the lovely lovely messages it's, yeah it's been amazing so yeah all right um i'll i'll we we will do our final sign off then steve so um i'll begin by just saying thank you to everyone tuning in for this live stream it's been amazing to have so many people in the room thank you to our dear and loyal listeners over the last couple of years and yeah we were the saint geeks and have a week, week geeks, geeks. Mm -hmm.